Breaking news, ABC News obtaining videos connected to the first plea deals in the Fulton County 2020 election interference case. And these are something to see, including former Trump campaign lawyer Jenna Ellis. She recounts a late 2020 conversation with Trump top aide Dan Scavino. Dan Scavino, you know, ran his Twitter account, was very, very close uh, with Trump. She says Scavino told her that Trump would never leave the White House despite losing the election and losing multiple legal challenges. Here's what she said. And he said um, to me in a kind of excited tone, well, we don't care and we're not going to leave. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, the boss, meaning President Trump, and everyone understood the boss. Um, that's what we all called him. Um, he said the boss uh, is not going to leave under any circumstances. We are just going to stay in power. And I said to him, well, it doesn't quite work that way, you realize. And he said, we don't care. I mean, it's pretty incredible, right? I mean, just the people so close to Trump that just bought into this. One day after that interview, Ellis pleaded guilty in the Fulton County case, admitting that she pushed false election fraud claims and now regrets representing Donald Trump. Trump's lead counsel in the case told ABC that the, quote, purported private conversation as described by Ellis was, quote, absolutely meaningless. ABC says Scavino has not yet commented. Out front now, Ryan Goodman, our out front legal analyst, and Jack O'Donnell, former president and chief operating officer of the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino. Um, and, and this is obviously that we just played, Ryan, it was a day before her guilty plea. Sidney Powell, also instrumental in that, um, spoke as well. I'm going to play that in a moment. But first, Jenna Ellis, after that, uh, agreed to cooperate and testified as part of her plea deal. Now, just that's the clip that's been released. How significant then is she? It uh, looks like she can be very significant. She's adding something that's golden evidence for prosecutors both in Georgia and in D.C., potentially. In which the special is, counsel. In the special counsel, which is they don't have to prove this, but if they can show that Trump knew he lost and was still going to try to hold on to power, that's it. Like, that's game over, and that's exactly what she says is the context of the conversation. She is telling Dan Scavino, it's essentially over. We just lost the major Supreme Court case on December 11th, and he says back, doesn't matter. We're staying in power. We don't care. That's right. We don't care. We're staying in power. I mean, loud and clear. All right. So, Jack, on this, ABC also obtained video of Sidney Powell's interview with Fulton County investigators. And I should note, she also uh, pleaded guilty as part of a plea deal. She says multiple Trump White House lawyers, multiple, told Trump that he lost the election, right? This whole point that we kept honing in on for so long, right? Did people really tell him? Did he really know? She said multiple people told him he lost. And here is how she said Trump responded to that. Here's the clip. What was um, President Trump's reaction when, I guess, this cadre of advisors would say you lost? It was like, uh, well, they would say that and then they'd walk out and he'd go, see, this is what I deal with all the time. She throws her hands up in the air. I guess it, it seems Jack is mimicking uh, the former president. But she says they walked in, multiple of them, then they'd walk out after telling him he lost, and he goes, see, this is what I deal with all the time. Uh, does this sound like the Trump that you know? Well, it is the Trump that we know, Aaron. Um, you know, he just, you know, refuses to believe bad news, number one. And then, as we all know, he lives in an alternate world when it comes to, to the law. You know, he, he believes that he's above the law on, on everything. And so it, it really doesn't matter to him the significance of, 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 a, of a peaceful transition of power or whether it's something in his business. If he doesn't believe in the law, he just ignores it. Um, but it's absolutely Trump. And nothing that uh, Sidney Powell said surprises me. I mean, both of those, though, Ryan, and I mean, obviously, they're putting out clips that are, you know, make a very clear point. 
they're, they're bad for Trump. Yeah. Uh, it comes on a day uh, in the Trump org fraud trial um, that was, was not great. The defense calls Don Jr., so he's already been called by the prosecution, called by the defense to testify again. And Team Trump fights today. They want to use a PowerPoint presentation, a very specific one um, about the Trump org, uh, even though it has things in it that are not true. They actually wanted to put it into evidence. Uh, the senior editor of Forbes, Dan Alexander, uh, you know, who, who we, we know, we have him on a lot, he said the presentation said 40 Wall Street was 72 stories. This is the PowerPoint presentation they wanted in court. Um, it's 63 according to the SEC and NYC tax documents. Um, the presentation said it was directly across from the New York Stock Exchange. Um, I remember where I worked at the New York Stock Exchange for a while. It's not. Um, so did this look bad for Team Trump to put in a PowerPoint that they were showing people <laughs> that was false? Absolutely. And the prosecutors also pointed out some other inconsistencies. And all of them go to one particular thing, which is all an inflation of Trump's assets and the supposed uh, value of those right. assets. A taller building, a better location. Yes, uh, and right. higher levels of occupancy of the building as well. So it's first, it's just it's bad for them because it means that their evidence is unreliable. They can't be relied on for their defense. But it's worse in the sense that the very presentation at trial is what they are being prosecuted for, which is inflating yeah. his assets. It's all skewed in one direction. It's not just clumsiness, like, oh, sometimes it was higher, sometimes it was lower. Every yeah. time Don Jr. is testifying with this presentation that they must have thought about long in advance, it's all skewed in favor of his father, suggesting even greater and, wealth. And Jack, this is something that you lived and breathed. I mean, and when it came to 40 Wall Street, we just talked about how they exaggerated its height and, and, and were not honest about its actual location. He, he t Don Jr. testified that it, occupancy for 40 Wall Street was um, higher than nine, what, higher than ninety percent. Turns out it's seventy-seven percent. Um, but he had testified it was higher than ninety percent. And to, to Ryan's point, I mean, this is a this is this seems to be standard operating procedure for this family. I mean, here's an example from my documentary on the Trump Award when they talked about how many units they've sold of a business. We have projects all over the world that are incredibly successful and that are virtually sold out. So from Hawaii to Toronto to Istanbul. Bankruptcy papers filed for the Toronto property years later told a very different story. Years after it opened, they still had three quarters of the units that had never been sold, just sitting empty. Virtually sold out, Jack, uh, and the reality was nearly three quarters of the units were empty, um, and, and, and that was the, the reality when they had to file for bankruptcy. Uh, you've lived and breathed this. Is, this. is this who they are at their core? It, Aaron, it's, it's form over substance always, and it also shows just a complete lack of discipline within the organization that they'll look at a flashy uh, presentation and be wowed by that and won't even look at the numbers. They can't even take the time to do that. It is, um, you know, it's disgusting in that, in, you know, from a businessman's standpoint. But, you know, the, the problem with the culture there, Aaron, is even if they had a 90% occupancy rate, I promise you they'd be saying they had a 98% occupancy rate. You know, it is just how they function. And they can't, you know, they can't help themselves. So right. they're always going to be lying.